In flames where the dead ship dwell on 100.3, the X rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J, 846. And it's an honor and privilege to be on the phone with the star of a movie called Powder, the star of a movie called Boondock Saints, and of course, Boondock Saints 2, All Saints Day. Name is Sean Patrick Flannery, and he is on the horn with us this morning. Good morning, sir. How is Los Angeles treating you this morning? Yeah, 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 man. It's sunny. Cloudless sky, typical L.A. weather. It's beautiful. Awesome. We wanted to chat with you about a couple of things. Of course, uh, the most important being we have something called the Morning After Hall of Fame, which is uh, basically we, we want to put movies that, that uh, people respect and love and, and honor and watch on a regular basis, kind of give them their own little, I guess, uh, props for being as good as they are, even though they may never get Academy Awards or whatever the case may be. And Boondock Saints was one of the movies that was first inducted into the Hall of Fame. And you're, you're the first person we actually have on the show that was in the movie, so uh, you know we wanted to say at the very least uh, the people of Boise love the movie, man. Wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa! So you mean I'm not going to get an Academy Award for Boondock Saints? <laughs> I think the time has passed, but but we're thinking about coming <laughs> up <laughs> with some with some morning after awards for these things. Uh, send them the out. only reason I was calling in, man, I thought I was going to get some good Academy PR. We we might get you some hardware nonetheless. That's the good news. Yeah, well, thanks very much for having me, man. I appreciate the fact that you guys dig the movie, and uh, you know, I'm super. Uh, I, I'm, I'm proud as hell to have been a part of it. You know what I mean? Uh, a cult hit like that—it's something. It's something that you know everybody wishes they were a part of, and oddly enough, I got to be a part of one. So it was a you know it's a killer experience. Does it does it continue to uh, to catch you off guard? Uh, how passionate people are about the franchise? Yeah, it does, and it seems to have you know gazelle legs. I mean, it really does. It's uh, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, it seems like every day you know, I see somebody with a T-shirt or a tattoo or something like that, and you know, to say it's flattering is you know that's the understatement of the year. It's 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 a uh, it's a wonderful experience. It really is. As big as as Boondock Saints was for you guys, uh, you know it, the sequel was was rumored for a while. Took a little bit of trouble getting off the ground, and then it came around almost ten years later than, than the original. Was it weird to get back into that mode for the character again, or was it just an old hat? Nah, kind of an old hat. You know, I mean, it, it, it's we've all been friends prior to Boondock One, and we've continue to be friends even in the meantime you know so for the for the last 10 years i mean we've all gone to each other's barbecues hung out with them me and reese have been friends for eons so you know it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it wasn't weird at all it wasn't like revisiting something it was like uh, another day at the office and uh i, I mean it, the only reason it took 10 years is because it was some litigation that they had to let unfold prior to get the rights back in our hands and uh, you know as soon as that was satisfied man we went into production the next day and uh, I, I've seen some news here and there, and I don't know how true that is, that, that there's rumors that they're working on a script for Boondock Saints 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word on the street. Uh, which for you uh, suburban people, that means streets. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, man. And I, and I imagine everybody being friends, you're, you're on board for that if, they, if it happens to come around, yeah? Yeah, of course, man. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's a no-brainer. I mean, literally, it's one of those films that you have a ball doing. You know, some of the movies you do because, you know, you like the end result, but you're working with a bunch of, uh, you know, I don't know what the rating is on this radio station, but uh, some of those people. Uh, and other times you work with cool people, you know, just because you have a great time in the process. This is one of the, you know, that satisfies all of those. I mean, we love the end product. We love having fun on the day. It's, uh, you know, the whole process is wonderful. So it's a... Uh, it's it's something that uh, you know we, we're all ready to do. Another thing I wanted to touch base with you on is uh, you did a run on a soap recently. Uh, for a while, you were on there. It, what what is the difference between you know movie and television acting, and then and then getting involved in a soap opera? Because I've heard that there definitely are some major differences. 
Oh yeah, I mean, there's completely yeah, obviously there is. Um, you know, it's uh, it's uh, there's no time. I mean, you have to come with a performance wrapped up in a box. You have one shot to explode it, and then you move on. So uh, you know, there's not a lot of time for experimentation. There's not as much creativity. It's uh, it's a diff it's a much more mechanical assembly line, very fast paced thing. But uh, I mean, it was neat, you know. I mean, it was it was a neat experience. And uh, you know, if I ever have a hole in my schedule, I'll cruise back and uh, do some more damage because uh, I think I only actually rifled through one of the chicks on the show. And uh, usually, usually you get to rifle through at least a couple dozen, you know. So I was cut short. But uh, maybe uh, my character will drift back through town and do some more damage. The, the women that are in soap operas are pretty hot. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of the law. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, let's not let's not kid ourselves. You know, I mean, when there's a breakdown for a role in a soap opera, it's not like, hey, give us, you know, we're equal opportunity employers. Bullshit. It's like you have to be scorching hot or don't apply. Right. And, and so, and I used to get crap as a kid for watching soap operas, and now who's laughing? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That was my soft core. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> Yeah, you flip on the channel and there's dirtiness going on. It's right on your, you know, network TV. Exactly. The the other thing is is I imagine that there, uh, there are a lot of like last minute script changes too, where where things are just like completely thrown a skelter because you have to make uh, some sort of last minute change. Yeah, there is. You know, they'll they'll throw something completely different at you, and you got to memorize it, you know, on the fly. Which I found kind of cool because, uh, you know, I used to be a waiter, and I would, uh, I mean, I always thought it was great when there was a table of, like eight people ordering wacky stuff with substitutions, and you wouldn't write anything down. You'd get it right and they'd hurl money at you and uh, so i always thought it was kind of it was kind of like a little you know it was, it was a trial you know it was like ooh, let me see if i can do this you know we're gonna shoot this in seven minutes and i have another like you know three pages to memorize you know just to see if you could get it right you know we want to give you some love for uh some stuff you have coming up too because i know uh, things are incredibly busy man what can we look forward for with you uh let's see i just finished a film two films actually i finished one called, called phantom I do with Ed Harris and David Duchovny. It's about a 70s Soviet ballistic missile submarine that goes missing. Uh, did that. Ed Harris, super cool cat, by the way. So is Duchovny. Cool. Um, and uh, then I did a, a Christmas film called The Twelve Dogs of Christmas. Uh, it's obviously children, Christmas time, a lot of animals, and that comes out of Christmas time. And in September, I start a film that I, I can't wait to shoot called Umbrella Man. Uh, it's about... Uh, the, the cat blocking the camera, the JFK assassination in Dallas. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a busy time, but it's good, man. It's you good. Know, any any particular genre of film that you like doing uh, more than uh, than others out there? Yeah, there's only one genre that I actually like doing, and that's the genre of good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't really, you know, I mean, I like doing comedy. I like doing scary movies. I like doing drama. I like doing all of it, but really... As long as it's good, I like doing that, you know. That's not to say that I haven't done some steaming piles before, but, uh, you know, I mean, ultimately, if given the choice, you just want to work with great people, great directors, and do good work. You know, you want to, you want to make a film that you want to give to your mom and go, holy cow, mom, check this out. Watch this. Because you're proud of it, you know. Absolutely, man. You've done it before. I know you'll do it again. But, uh, dude, we certainly appreciate the time. Sean, thank you so much for calling in. You take care of yourself, all right? Anytime. Take it easy, guys. Thanks, Sean. Thanks. Workforce weather. Look forward to Boondock Saints 3, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently it's in the works. Good job, Big J. And Young and the Restless. When he goes through to do some damage. Fun guy to talk to. Yeah, he was. Thank you very much. Solid get.